It's Friday, December the 15th. I'm Mark Stedman. I have a cold, and this is Morning Creative. So perhaps you heard uh, yesterday that I was maybe going down that road, a bit more sniffly than usual, and uh, yes, full-blown cold today. Uh, I am hopped up on... uh, various things i've got masuda fed to uh to make my nose runny enough uh, you know uh and i've i've i've, I've had my my beecham's um cold and flu not sure if i'm supposed to mix the two we'll find out how this episode goes i hope your friday's going well uh i'm delighted to be back with you as always uh today i want to have a chat with you about healthy tension versus I don't have necessarily a good sort of um, dichotomy would not be the word, uh, you know, a, a, a sort of a, a, a good opposing word. But I was thinking a few days ago, I was trying to come up with a name for something, something related to, to this and, and, and what we're doing here. And I can't remember what what it was exactly. It It really doesn't matter. But it felt important at the time. You know, naming is one of those things. Like, um, um, I, I, I think I have. When it when it hits, it hits well. You know, uh, I think. Like, I, I came up with a name for for a show that already exists, uh, and um, they were looking around for new names, and I, I threw this one out, and it was like bam. And I think someone said like, "Yeah, I'd stop at that one," I, which I, I think I think was meant to be a good thing. Um, and uh, I've got a friend who is, uh, I think, 80% serious, 20% maybe not serious about paying for my services to help come up with a name for something. It's I, I tend to be all right at it. Uh, and part of that is just, sometimes it's just not overthinking it. Um, but I was trying, and I was trying, and I was trying, and I was trying. And, and you'll, if you don't already know, like a, a real theme of my work at the moment in late 2023 and hopefully, uh, I, till the rest of my working days, I would hope, is to notice those moments of effort. And I actually think effort is a really interesting word here, and I think we we possibly need a better word for it. Because I, I, I realise, I think I've been using that word a, for a while now, and not necessarily explaining what I mean. Effort doesn't just mean trying. It doesn't mean, you know trying to make something good that's not what we mean we're more talking here about struggle and about grind and that kind of thing uh, a friend of mine calls it efforting and that's the thing that we you know it's 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 the pushing nature where it, it really does feel like an unhealthy kind of grind. You know, learning something takes effort. Making something good takes effort. Making a healthy meal can take effort. But it's about the healthy application of that versus... Well, it's not even that. It's a. It's about noticing when that's maybe not the healthiest thing to be doing. You know, we talk about busy work as a, as a thing... Uh, and and that's something that we we avoid because it's 
again, it's it's spinning your wheels and it's uh, it's kind of unproductive. And so maybe unproductive effort is is sort of where we want to go here. And it's kind of related to worrying as well. It's just grinding on a problem. Um, and so. I was thinking about that, and I, I, I noticed myself, and, and this is one of the great things as you start to step into mindfulness, and I think you, as you train yourself to, or and I, I sometimes get these, these personas wrong, but I think we're talking about the superego, that ability to sort of look and, and not necessarily judge, but observe and go, hang on a minute, you seem to be doing this thing that you do. And that's a skill you can cultivate and a skill you can um, build up like a muscle, I think, is that ability to to see yourself and go, oh, hang on. And we talked about this, you know, and uh, I'd, I'd noticed that sort of, oh, yeah, I seem to be uh, in that unproductive effort space and it's kind of, it's preoccupying me. And so I just went, okay, stop. Like, trust that an answer will come. And I think that can be really hard for us sometimes, especially if you are the kind of person who feels like you, like you've you've fought and you've and you you know you fought tooth and nail for any bit of exposure for your work or any bit of attention or any you know any sale or any accolade or any good comment on your work, you know, if you felt like you really had to to scrap for it, the idea that you would take a step back or, or not take a step at all and just go, let's see what happens. Like, it can feel really tricky because I think we can cling on to this sense of control, needing to control. Uh, and and a, a story that, oh, not a story, but um, I can't remember if I've already mentioned it um, I think I probably have. I mean, it's a daily show. This is going to happen a lot. <laughs> it's a scene from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, so I'll give you the very brief, you know, most important line from it, really, which is, I think this ship has a better idea of where it's going than we do. That, you know, it, it's basically stop fiddling with the controls and trust that the ship knows where it wants to go. And that could be really, really hard. I know. I absolutely know. Because we think we're driving, and that's so often the problem. We think we're driving, and we're a passenger. We really are, and we can we can navigate, and we can stop for uh, petrol or you know whatever the space equivalent of it is, space diesel, we, as Dilerian crystals or whatever they're called. We can we can stop, and we can make adjustments, and we can fiddle with the controls. But the ship's going to go where it's going to go. People are going to decide whether they like our work or not. Someone's going to decide whether they list you in their top 10 list of of illustrators or whether they uh, invite you to their competition or add you to your record label or collaborate with you on a song. Um or, you know, whether you pass the audition. that you All you can do is present and do your best work. And, you know, all you can do is be in the driver's seat. And re- I think really what it, what it is, it's, it's less about 
us driving from our own sense of intuition or intuition perhaps not the right word but our own sense of ego maybe i think and actually taking instruction from the ship itself the ship will tell us i think you should probably go this way i think you should steer this way and if we and if we start steering in a different way, it's like the ship then starts fighting us. I don't, know, don't want to convolute the metaphor too much, but I think you kind of get the idea where, where I'm going here. So, th- so there is that as a sort of as as this unproductive effort thing, and it's a form of tension. It creates a form of tension because there is a resistance. We are resisting something. We are resisting. We, we know that the answer is there, and so we're pushing, pushing, pushing to get it. It's like it's I know it's just there's um wonderful scene in Father Ted that's just come to my mind. Father Ted, great 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 sitcom. It was um made by the Irish for British TV. Um it was not not shown uh, in Ireland. It wasn't it wasn't commissioned, um although it was made by Irish people, Irish actors, Irish writers. Um and it's about priests on a an odd little island. And one of the priests is uh, a uh, cartoonishly cartoon level alcoholic um and uh spoiler for the finale of the second series um all the priests end up in a uh, plane that is going to crash and then one of the men's up averting the crash however the um cartoon alcoholic finds the one parachute pulls it jumps out with the uh, drinks trolley and so and that's the end of that's all we see of him uh and then you know hero saves the day blah blah, blah. and then in the as the credits roll we see father jack the cartoonish alcoholic in a tree and across from him in another tree is the drinks trolley effectively and you just see for the entire sequence poor father jack struggling just just yelling drink because that's sort of his catchphrase he's going drink drink because he can see it right there and And he's getting so frustrated and it turns out by the way he's he's a very very talented like shakespearean actor um like a you know a really capable actor and he was the only actor out of the entire cast all the all the others were, were comics um and and he got the um part which was the least varied but you know kind of the most genius um but you know it's we can be father jack sometimes it feels like the thing is so within reach give you another quick one another bit of pop culture i use this line so much when something is nearly out of reach but i'm too this is when i'm too damn lazy to get up is uh Abe Simpson and a bunch of the uh, the other, you know, older gentlemen in the old folks' home, um, and uh, the remote falls on the floor, and it's it's just a couple of inches from, I think, from Abe's hand. And he says, "Oh, it might as well be in China," and I just, you know, it's the thing that is so close. It is so close, and we just can't get it, and we feel like we can't because we can see it. And it's just there. It's just on the tip of, you know. And it's that. It's that. It's that. When you hear that in the back of your mental throat, (laughs) when you hear that grinding, you know you're in that territory. And maybe it's just time to stop. Maybe it's time to stop grinding the gears. Maybe your tires are getting stuck in the mud because you're just gunning the motor, trying to get out uh, out of the mud. And you've got to stop and just, 
go another way. Um, you know, think about the problem and, uh, and another way. Uh, otherwise, you'll flood the engine. Um, wow, I almost sounded like I knew about cars. Um, so that is kind of my my little my little thought. Um, so there's so 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 uh, not to wrap it up, but that is the the one side. So it's 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 one side of tension. Um, but there is a healthy side of tension which is what happens when we break out of our comfort zone. And I think the difference, or the the difficulty sometimes is knowing the difference, but I think they are both forms of tension. They are both, it's, it's about a resistance. And I think the difference is, it's knowing when to give in to the resistance and when to steer into it, I guess, or when to, uh, when to, to, to go with it. Um, and I think, the comfort zone is such a great sort of um, example of that. The the there is a part of us, perhaps the ego, that is resistant, uh, or perhaps the part of ourselves that is trying to look after ourselves and you know trying to keep us safe doesn't doesn't want us to uh, to stray into unknown territory. And there's a tension there. And it's at those moments where maybe maybe the way forwards again is is actually a kind of surrender. So again, you know, the tension comes from the struggle. The tension comes from these two things fighting each other. There's there's this idea of what I could expand into set against what's keeping me safe or how I can keep safe. On the other side, we've got, I'm pushing because I want to get this thing versus the more I push, the you know the, the less likely it is I'm going to get it and the more frustrated I'm going to get. So you have to surrender. And I think it's both surrendering to what for now we'll call the universe um, and saying it, the answer will come or the opportunity will come. You know, in the case of the of the stretching out of the comfort zone, it is more of a leap of faith, and that can be tricky. And that's where fear likes to to live, obviously, because fear lives in the uncertainty. It's where it makes its little makes its little nest. But if we operate from that that fear, you know, just as trying to come up with a name for something, the fear is the reason I keep pushing. The fear is. I'm never going to come up with a name and I'm never going to do the thing. Now, what's funny is I can't remember what that thing was. So it obviously wasn't that important. But at the time, it felt essential. It felt absolutely essential that I come up with this name for this thing. And now, uh, I think like a week on, I can't remember what the thing was. So it obviously wasn't that important. And I never, I know I never came up with a name for it. But whatever it is... I think it was, um, it might have been some theoretical uh, membership or something related to what we're doing here. Maybe I, I don't know. Like, don't you know? Don't worry. I'm not. I'm, no, no immediate plans to start um, hawking anything at you. Um, but it was, you know, you just your, your mind runs through possibilities. Sometimes you just think about things, and uh, you know, and and it turns out it wasn't important, and so it, it, you know, I was able to drop it. But if we go back to thinking about the comfort zone, 
what could lie on the other side of that you know as i i so i wrote this song you know back in august and and i mean i'm kind of stealing from the pretenders really their wonderful song don't get me wrong it's like it might just be fantastic uh i had a line similar um you know t- t- basically talking about taking a leap of faith and it might just be uh spectacular um but you have to try and i i'm never gonna you know in in real life or at least i would like to think that in real life i don't should anyone (laughs) i don't present a should to anyone um you you don't have to do anything but i think it's worth noticing those moments of tension and just going okay release and in the case of the comfort zone i think the release is not to not do the thing the release is not to remain within your comfort zone the release is to surrender into i don't know what's going to happen um and and you know i'm not a big fan of jump out of the airplane in the universal catch me or whatever the phrase is um you know no <laughs> but if you think that there is a realistic possibility that the thing you want is available and yes there might be a boatload of fear attached to it but actually genuinely if you think the thing that you want is within reach then i think the surrender is to is to give up fear and actually just surrender into the uncertainty that's what you've got to do is surrender into i don't know and that can be serene that can be serene if if you can like we talked about um a couple of episodes ago about worry thoughts uh, i think when uh, it might have been last week when we were talking about um the gay hendrix book uh, the big leap if the if you can't do anything about it um is it worth spending you know expending a load of energy uh and can you train your brain to be a little bit better at noticing when those moments are noticing that you've picked up the worry thought and and gently gently let go of it and it'll yeah it'll come back but let it bounce and you know give it some time and you you just train yourself to distract yourself with something more interesting or more productive than a worry thought uh, and so that is my little uh, my little parting my little parting thought really is surrender to the uncertainty as difficult as it might be because if the thing that you want is if you can look at the thing that you want and it's reasonably or re- realistically possible like it could conceivably happen and you know maybe a bit more than conceivably if you can you know really genuinely see a route to it but there's this whole load of other fear then i say go for it i think it's very different if you know the thing can't you know if you really can't see a way forward but you're just hoping i think that's maybe a different matter but hey there you go listen uh we're uh, we're just about out of time thank you for bearing with me uh through my uh my nasalness um i should be back to rude health i'm sure uh by monday um but I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Uh, if you want to get in touch, then uh, mark at morningcreative.fm is my email address. There's also a boatload of links in the show notes uh, for other ways that you can say hi. And if 
you found any value uh, in these episodes for the last week and you fancy buying me a coffee, then there is also an option to do that. Take very good care of yourself and we'll chat again next week. I like you very much. Thanks for listening. You can find all of my past episodes and leave your feedback on this one at morningcreative.fm. You can find me at Hello Steadman anywhere you hang out online. And if you want to go behind the scenes into how I'm building a creative business that pays the bills and keeps me happy, you can sign up to my weekly newsletter at hellostedman.com. Until next time, you're brilliant. Brilliant.